Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Why the hell aren't you working on Ava's defense? Uh, because we got fired? There's no reason not to work on her defense. Look, Harvey, I know we're just getting back on the same team and all, and I don't want to disagree with you, but it's actually a very excellent reason. Wrong. Odds are Cameron's expecting her to do this, and we get a call tomorrow to get her out of a new bribery charge. And then whatever lawyer she replaces us with can't stand up to Cameron in court. Because he's not going to stop working on this. And neither are we. One more thing. Don't. Don't what? You think I don't know what you were doing in there with Rachel? You saw it too? I did. And I need you to let it go. It's, so you're saying she threw a punch and you don't want me to throw a punch back? I'm saying we're in the middle of a murder trial and I need you to let it go. Suit season three, episode three is over. And if you want to hear us talk about unfinished business, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino back here with the guy who would never use a non-dairy creamer. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm good. You know, I'm famously not a uh, dairy guy. Oh, know, but, um, okay. So you swear yeah. by the non-dairy creamer. I actually don't use creamer in my coffee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, uh, black like me. That's mm -hmm. all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about sweetener? You go sweetener? Nope. Strong black and uh, and bitter, just <laughs> like me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here we are. Unfinished business. A lot going on here with Ava, Ava Hessington. Uh, just when you thought we were out, uh, we get pulled back in. More Cameron Dennis. Uh, we get the introduction of Stephen Huntley, who is the fixer coming in from overseas to uh, ultimately maybe help Harvey, but we don't know if we can trust him. And then some business still going on with the uh, revenge tour for Lewis, who is going to ultimately get Katrina on his side to uh, be recruited to Team Lit. Yes. Uh, let's start with Katrina and Team Lit. Can we? Go for it. Okay, my big question for you after this episode is, how do you feel about Katrina and her moves throughout the season, but specifically in this episode? So I don't know how, how is she not fired instantly for what she did to like send out like this, like, like basically like hack everybody's computers to send out like a Mike Ross is a whiny baby cartoon to the entire law firm? Yeah, I, I mean, they'd have to prove that it was her, which I'm sure they could get from Benjamin, who is not a vault um, anymore, at least. And so maybe that's why. But we know that she really had Harvey blackmailed for the most part to get this job. And so maybe some of that blackmail lingers. I mean, Harvey does mention at one point, like, if you do ever do that again, I'm gonna have you fired, regardless of how you got this job. So it can't be that secure. But 
I don't know, Rob. I, I thought it was a good move. I, I thought the grand gesture was de- definitely what was necessary to get Lewis on her side. It definitely was a big move to win over Lewis. And so for Lewis to have a real ally in this thing, I think is certainly interesting and a departure where, you know, Lewis is always trying to get in. I think it would be definitely interesting to explore Lewis having like a real like, uh, you know, so much of this show is about, you know, who's your number one or your number two. And Lewis never really had that. He thought he might have it in Mike who is just so loyal to Harvey ultimately that to have Katrina be an interesting partner for him, I think that that could be fun to explore. Right, right. Lewis is um, like one of the recurring supervillains in this uh, show, or if not just like a a daily foil, um, something like, you know, um, I don't know, just, you know, like we're, he's going to be like our, our recurring villain, but he's not like the big bad and so I do think he needs a, a counterpart um, almost to Harvey and, and Mike. You know, like he's been trying so hard to be in with Harvey to be Mike, basically, in a way. Well, he can't have that. And then he can't also get Mike on his team. So he does need like a like a alternate, you know, timeline where he has something like, uh, you know, Aladdin has a boo and uh, Jafar has Iago. You know, it's kind of like there got to be like other comparable comparisons out here um, to this. But. I think it works. I think that he needs somebody who equally hates Mike and Harvey. He doesn't. She doesn't really hate Harvey, but she definitely has a good hatred into Mike Ross yeah. right now. And so I think this will fuel the banter and the fighting moving yeah, forward. Mike and Rachel. Uh, she has a, a good uh, hate. Oh, yes. But honestly, I think that she's pretty annoyed with Harvey, too, because, you know, uh, Harvey got her the job. And I think she thought, oh, I'm coming in to work with Harvey Specter. And then Harvey has basically like given her nothing since she showed up. And she's like, hey, what the freaking hell? Like, I thought I was coming in to work with you. And he's like, no, I don't like how you ultimately took this job out of a position. We know how Harvey feels about bribes. And so ultimately Mm -hmm. he's like, uh, yeah, you'll just do, you you could work here, but you're never going to be anything here. You'll never be anything here. She was already treating her like that. But after this move, um, he really is like, okay, and now you're banished, right? Like you're just going to be in the shadow realm forever. Um, yeah, very much like a Batman and Robin versus the Joker and Harley Quinn. You Mm -hmm. know, um, I think, I think that probably works. Yeah. Okay, so I think that that's going to be fun to see where we go uh, from here. What'd you think of the video, Katrina Main? I thought it was, uh, you know, primitive, but also effective. Yeah, you know, uh, she did it so quickly. I'm always impressed with the turnaround. She should work these at Pixar on suits. You know, I'm, I mean, it wasn't bad. She's like, well, she had one conversation with Mike Ross, and. What was it within 10 minutes? Was it already circulating? She moved really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he said, Oh, have a wide birth. And so she has a baby being birthed and it's, you know, crying about its best friend, Harvey. You know, there was a lot to unpack there, but she did what needed to be done. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all right, you're you're high on this. Uh, I just don't I'm know. I'm not high on it. I just think she needed to, she needed to do something, Rob. Like the woman is in hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. We dealt a lot with this uh, case with Ava Hessington and it looked like in the last episode, glad we didn't give Harvey the Liddy at the end of the last episode because uh, this case was, it seemed like that he was just uh, steering into what Cameron Dennis wanted because now after we had that settlement, now there's these other charges that turns out that 
these other people were murdered who, you know, after taking the money from Ava Hessington. And so it turns out that there's a whole murder investigation going on. Yes, Ava Hessington is being investigated or charged with conspiracy to commit murder because the people who were protesting her her pipeline or her oil, you know, stuff. Um, they died. You know, they they ended up dead at the hands of like the militant group um, that this colonel, the colonel that she happened to pay off, was in charge of. And so it does look like maybe Ava bribed the colonel, and then he went and did this thing to make you know to make the protesters go away. Basically, uh, Ava maintains that she did not do this, that this is not her. Let's just bribe these people again and get them to go away. Mm -hmm. I, I would just bribe everybody. I've got a ton of money. Let's just throw it at She people. loves bribing. Like, she does. I'm like, bribe me, please. I, I need money. Um, why is there Ava hesitant to be like, Chappelle, to just like, here's here's $10 billion. Don't say anything. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, um, and yeah. you got to catch her okay. doing something first. Uh, I got to go find Catelyn Stark. I wonder what I can catch her doing. Um, but yes, so she's she's trying to bribe it all away. Harvey's upset about it. He's like, you know, like stop bribing people. That's what they want you to do, and that's not wrong. They they are counting on this woman falling back on bribery throughout the episode. Cameron Dennis knows she's going to bribe again because if you bribe once, it's bound to happen. Uh, and so uh, throughout, uh, Harvey's trying to navigate this while dodging the question. The question here, Rob, is does he actually think that she is behind these murders? Did she, you know? set up this conspiracy. She keeps asking him. She even asked Mike Ross, but she never gets a straight answer from Harvey at all. Um, Rob, Harvey definitely thinks that she did this, right? I mean, she definitely did this, right? Do you, what do you <laughs> think? Um, can I ask you? Can I ask you what you think? She felt like she was very convincing in the moment. Like she kept saying like, I don't want to work with you if you don't believe me. And I'm thinking like, if you're a really guilty, that just shouldn't bother you. You know, like mm -hmm. oh, you don't believe me, but whatever, let's take the bribe. But she was pushing it. And I, and I kind of question not if she did it, but why does she care? Why does she care that they believe her or not? Just get the, hey, get the money in the bag and, and handle their business. Get the bribe sent off and go on about her day. But I think she feels like maybe if they believed that she was innocent, they would be more willing to go with through the, with the bribe. I don't know her logic there, but it, yeah. just was, it was just sticking in my craw, Rob, that she wouldn't let this go. Well, she says in the episode that we need to commit the bribe to then get me out of like we need to commit this crime to get me out of the crime I didn't commit. Yeah. yeah. Nobody like does if, that. If that's not real. Bribe, that, that's not a thing. Yeah. Like, let's bribe somebody and then bribe somebody again to stop them from bribing somebody and to bribe somebody. It's like, OK, you killed these people. You're trying to bribe the people to be quiet about it. And then once you bribe them, you have to bribe somebody else. You have to bribe Harvey. It was a lot of bribery, but she really did feel strongly that Harvey was supposed to believe her. By the end, it does look like Mike and Harvey and probably all of us at home are pretty sure that this, this lady did it. She did that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So Cameron Dennis, that he's still going to stop at nothing. <laughs> is this the end of Cameron Dennis? Is this is still going? Uh, I don't know. I'm... I liked Cameron Dennis as like a mini boss, you know, on the mm -hmm. show, but I'm kind of running out of runway for me. I'm, I'm kind of, it's, it's growing stale. I think the idea that Harvey has his number because Harvey knows him so well that it's kind of like, well, Cameron Dennis, what are you going to do to surprise Harvey? You know, mm -hmm. every time he makes a move, Harvey's like, no, he wants you to do that. And then Harvey has to convince whoever the client is, you know, this time Ava Hessington. Yeah. Don't do exactly what Cameron wants you to do. Uh, but 
at no point was he caught off guard. I think the only thing that he really didn't uh, anticipate was the conspiracy for murder thing. But that, I, if it was left up to Harvey, he wouldn't have taken that deal in the first place. Jessica was the one who made him take that deal where Ava, um, um, where she pled guilty, you know? And so he wouldn't even be in this situation. Yeah. So I really think as a foil, uh, he's, he's easy pickings. Yeah. My issue with this is that it's such like a proxy fight that's going on. It's like that Harvey is only in this case because Edward Darby said, hey, I need you to do this case for me. And then I'm going to help you with the whole thing with Jessica. And so he's out there try just trying to fight this case for Edward Darby. And then you have Cameron Dennis who's coming in and he doesn't really care about the case. He just cares about getting even with Harvey. And so there's a lot of people that I feel like that they don't really, that, that this case is not even the thing for them. It's just like, they're just like, it's a means to an end to something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, this is kind of like everyone is dispatching their team to make this happen. Uh, and so, it's fine. You know, like, again, uh, I think this might be the end of this storyline for sure. I highly doubt we see uh, Ava Hessington again. You know, Harvey pretty much is convinced that this woman's a, a murderer and a briber at this point. Like, there's nothing else for her to do here. Um, it, I just hope that he has pleased Edward Darby enough to where, you know, we don't have to go back around down this route again. Okay. So... Of course, this case is all part of the operation that Harvey worked out the arrangement with Edward Darby to try to solicit his help to take over the firm from Jessica. We saw at the end of the episode that Harvey brought Mike in as a co-conspirator to let Mike know about the coup that's going on. We didn't really get Mike's reaction. How do you think Mike feels about this? Uh... I think Mike's feelings don't matter. I think that in this episode, Mike did a lot of damage control um, because he wants Harvey to trust him again. In the last episode, he was finally welcomed back into the fold. He got back in Donna's good graces in this episode. And then he repeatedly, repeatedly just kept uh, like pounding home. I, I cannot betray Harvey's trust. Uh, when Ava Hessington's asking questions, he's like, I can't answer that question for Harvey because Harvey trusts me. And I also can't answer that question for me because Harvey trusts me not to answer that question for me because it sounds like it's coming from him. And so Mike is following him off a cliff now. If, it's, if, if anything, I think Jessica should be concerned because you got Mike and Harvey as a tag team like in lockstep against her. She might have an uphill battle. I just don't know who her, her soldiers are against the Harvey, uh, you know, uh, yeah. here, Does Jessica you know? have an ally here? I feel like that even Lewis no. has an ally. I feel like that Jessica has nobody. She's on an island. And so I've always been suspicious of Edward Darby. You know, just how easily he was like able to get in bed with Jessica and then help Harvey, um, you know, with this Ava Hessington thing to, to like take her down. It really feels very messy from Varys, you know, and not to say that that's not unlike Varys, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, you know, up until the last season, Varys was kind of, he, he was kind of getting by scot-free without anybody catching on to him. Uh, and so here, I'm questioning if he's playing both sides because there's, it's just, it feels very odd to me that Jessica would have nobody else in her corner. Like the, the guns are all pointed at her and she doesn't know it. And so it's kind of like, at best, maybe she could mm -hmm. get Lewis and Katrina on board, you know, as like her team. Because yeah. right now, the Brits are coming, you know? right. Do you think that Mike could talk Harvey out of this? No. Maybe. Okay, so, so 
so Harvey's mad at Jessica because she wasn't loyal to him as well. And Mike did just work his way out of that hole, mm -hmm. but only because Harvey's more mad at Jessica. So I think it really does Mike a disservice to to take to uh, to switch up on him and like, hey, you know, I think Jessica's cool. Like, I think you barely got in the door. I don't think he has the capital, the social capital to um to make this happen. I think he kind of has to see what just like kind of be Harvey's right hand man mm -hmm. and see what happens. Now, I do think that Jessica might not be able to catch on to Harvey and his move. But Mike is not as seasoned as Harvey. And so he could be the, the one cracking the armor that could let Jessica realize, oh, okay, I see what's happening here. Maybe yeah. she starts to blackmail Mike again and like, okay, well, look, I see that Harvey's making some moves and he loves you. So what if I have you over a barrel? And then what is what is Harvey going to do? You know, maybe that's her move. I just feel like that Mike is craving like normalcy and creating some sort of like a family. Like he has nothing. <laughs> and then, you know, Jessica is sort of like part of this new world that's been created. I can't imagine that Mike, it's not like that he is like thirsty for power or money where he would be like, wow, if Harvey got his own thing, then I'd be able to, this would be so huge for me. I just feel like I could see him trying to talk Harvey out of it at some point. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense that he talks Harvey out of it just because it's a really bad look, you know, throughout these, um, couple episodes we've been seeing Harvey talking to the sidekicks of everybody, right? She talked, he talked to Nicholas. I think that was, um, Ava's sidekick. And he told him, if you roll on her, you're never going to forget it. You're never going to live that down. Your dad is going to always stay with you. He tried to pull it, uh, his heartstrings. But for some, re some reason, it's not working on Harvey. That same line of thinking. You know, um, it's also kind of interesting to me that Harvey won't let this go. You know, Jessica has gone to him several times to try to make amends. And Harvey has already gotten in his mind that this is what he wants to do. So now I'm starting to question what's his motivation? Is it just to be managing partner of the firm because Jessica pissed him off or does he have a bigger plan at, at like in his mind? Mm -hmm. What would a bigger plan look like? No clue. I have yeah. no clue. All I know is that he really wants this at the expense of someone who he's been loyal to for so, so long. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but the thing Cameron, is, Cameron, so, hmm? like from what we've always heard about Harvey and Lewis said in the other episode, okay, Harvey doesn't want to be a lawyer. He wants to be, Mariana Rivera. He wants to be the mm -hmm. person who's out there, who's closing and winning and doing all the things. You know, Jessica would be either like the owner of the, the Yankees or like a Steinbrenner or is like the general manager. Is like Brian Cashman of the Yankees. I don't get the sense that that's what Harvey wants to do. Right, right. No, seriously. It's like he says he wants managing partner, but why? You know, managing partner isn't the one getting their hands dirty. You know, mm -hmm. Jessica dispatches Harvey for him to go do the things. Being name partner, yeah, fine. But being managing partner? Like, you really want to be in charge of this whole branch of Pearson Harbin? I feel like Harvey's more like a like a, a boots-on-the-ground type. You know, you yeah. let him out there to go have those conversations. That's why I said there has to be something more here because what is, what is Harvey's real motivation in wanting that job? I don't know. Just yeah. other, other than Daniel Hardman, like, put it into the universe and manifested it. Maybe. I mean, Daniel Hartman can't be right. I gotta, I hate that guy. So I'm rooting against whatever he says. Okay. Let's talk about the new person who showed up here in this episode. British Harvey. Stephen Hunley. British Harvey. I love British Harvey. Yes. British Harvey might be my favorite Harvey now because this Harvey is going to get on my nerves. Okay. All right. Why do you like Stephen Huntley so much? 
Well, uh, he is like Harvey, but he's not pissing me off right mm-hmm. now. Uh, he's very suave, and it looks like he's good at his job, and he's good at wooing Donna. Yeah, I was so happy for Donna. Donna has been in the trenches for so long, and it felt like this British man had her number. You know, she he comes in and he immediately puts the charm on her. But their back and forth was it was okay. Yeah, the chemistry was there. Well, look, she's in love with Harvey. Here's a new Harvey that doesn't have the baggage. Please, Donna, pack your things and go. Go with this man. You know, like do do not do this. You know, Donna has already decided she's following Harvey. If Harvey is in the coup, she's in the coup. Mm-hmm. And British Harvey is here to help. And so I'm kind of like allegedly, not allegedly, allegedly. I do you trust British Harvey? I don't. Not for one second. See, I I do. I do. See, it's like it's hard for me to trust. Uh, Darby because he's in charge. But British Harvey seems like, okay, you know, like, I, I get okay. he works for Darby, but right. he doesn't feel, if, he doesn't feel fair coming from him. If Darby, you know, had so much skin in the game on the Ava Hessington case, and maybe it's mm-hmm. because, is it like that it, it can't look like it's coming from Darby because there's some, like, something, like, uh, hidden about the relationship that Darby had with her father. But why doesn't Stephen Huntley just handle the Ava Hessington case? Um, Maybe they can't. I don't even remember how Harvey ended up being the one. Yeah, because if he wanted Harvey to do it because Harvey would stop at nothing to win. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know. I, I do not know why he wouldn't have just sent uh, British Harvey. Like, OK, British Harvey, you're my right hand man. Handle up. Um, mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I don't know. So maybe that's sh- maybe I should be, you know, paying more close attention to that because he seems like he was there to make sure Harvey did his job correctly um, or to at least assist Harvey. Maybe maybe American Harvey is better than British Harvey. Mm-hmm. So like. His right hand man ain't as good as our as our, you know, Harvey 1.0. Yeah, I guess like Harvey is like the best, but I got the sense that Stephen Huntley is supposed to be like, you know, pretty close to this. Comparable, at least, you know, and so I, I'm thinking that maybe that's why. Um, I don't know. I, I, you didn't like him. You, I know you didn't trust him. I thought he was fine. I thought he was fine. I just yeah. I'm like a little I'm sus. The one thing he asked Harvey for in this entire episode was to to race him on a Porsche. Yeah. We didn't even get to see the race, but then he takes the Porsche, he pulls up on Donna, is like, get in. And she's like, I'm Donna. You don't, it's a name and a title. You don't tell me to get in. And he's like, okay, but I got these tickets. And she's like, I've already seen that play. He's like, oh, you've seen it with Daniel Day Lewis in the front row with me, British Harvey. And speeds off and just leaves her in the dust. And she's mm-hmm. sitting there just all like, oh, my God, all taken aback. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I was like, yes, Donna, let this man yeah. woo you. But see, Harvey's yeah, not going to like this. Harvey's not going to like, I mean, if this is like a Mike Ross and Rachel situation where then his Donna is having uh, some sort of uh, rendezvous with British Harvey. Well, see, it's and it's funny because it reminds me of Donna and, and, and Scotty a little bit where Donna can go to Harvey and be like, ooh, you and Scotty, I've been doing stuff. Oh, I bet she's here looking for you. Ooh. But then she's also going to Scotty and being like, don't you mess him over or I'll kill you. You know? And so I'm thinking the same thing because uh, we do see that Harvey is the one who kind of susses out that Donna has a thing for British Harvey. Mm-hmm. She goes yeah. to, he goes there like, so you know what hotel he's staying in, right? Nobody asked you to figure that out. Nobody told you to find out about that. You've been, you've been checking into this man. Yeah, and then immediately Harvey goes and checks him out of the hotel. Like, okay, your time is up here. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, you didn't give Donna the heads up that this uh, that you were sending her boo thing back to uh, to Britain. 
he also um he also takes the the Porsche that Harvey gets in uh when uh he pulls up on Donna he says hey you can get in you can come with me to the, the to the play you can see Daniel Day Lewis in the front row and you can also make Harvey jealous and then he drives off and Donna's kind of like make Harvey jealous yeah I could I could deal with that so I wonder if it's even less of a Mike and Rachel thing and more of a Harvey Donna thing where he's like, wait, no, this is my Donna yeah. and I'm jealous that she's moving on. So here's what I'm concerned about with Steven. When he brings up in the restaurant, he's like, oh, Darby sent me to help you with the whole coup against Jessica, where it's like that the more people that know about this, I feel like that the worse it is for Harvey. And I feel like that we are getting closer and closer to Jessica finding out about this and then all hell breaking loose. Yeah. Uh, there's too many leaks, you know. Uh, I think that Donna, Donna is not. She's so loyal to Harvey. I I highly doubt that she does anything on purpose that could like jeopardize the the coup. Um, like there's no pillow talking that could uh, give away this mm-hmm. position. I don't think. No. But she would take but, a cyanide tablet for Harvey. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But British Harvey, we don't know. But the thing is, British Harvey already knows about the coup because he got it from Edward Darby. So if he wanted to just out Harvey, he could just do it. He could just go straight to him and be like, Edward Darby to me, he told me that there's a, you know, an uprising with, you know, there's a mutiny here. And and Jessica would already be on board. I I don't know. Maybe this is a test, Rob. Maybe Jessica is like, you know, planting the seed, like putting all these things in place because she doesn't trust Harvey. I mean, I mean, in season two, I want to say they had that conversation where she talked about how Daniel Hartman told me not to trust you. And and Harvey's like, oh, that's funny because Daniel Harvin told me that to trust you. And so I'm wondering if all of this isn't just like a giant play for Jessica to be like, I got you, Harvey. Look at you You're doing exactly what Daniel Harvin said, mm-hmm. um, because it just it feels too clean that he's making this break from Jessica for no for really no reason. But also with no end game, you know, to be a managing partner and just to run the law firm, it just doesn't seem like Harvey style. OK, we talk about Mike and Rachel a little bit because we are full on schmoopy territory. Mike got Ooh. down on one knee to ask Rachel to be his girlfriend. Rachel, official, Zane. official, official. Mike, stand up. For the Get Mike, down from no, the ground. No, Mike, Mike, you stay down there. Yeah, so Rachel, let that man ask you to be his girlfriend. That's what I'm talking about. Rachel, every day I come on here and I say, stand up. Mike Ross says, I never asked you to be my girlfriend. And she's like, you know, people don't ask these days. Lady, bare minimum, it's have this man ick. ask you. Yeah. Blah. Just add, let this man ask you out, dog. That's weird. Like, don't do that. You know, this is I like, I, I get it. I'm Rachel. I have low self-esteem. Okay, but grow up at some point. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh Mike's like, yeah, I could ask her because it's the legitimate, like normal, regular ass thing to do to tell somebody that you want their time and attention. Um, even though it's still a secret, you know, they're still keeping it under wraps. But I don't think it's a good secret, Rob. No, it's the worst it's kept secret. Obvious. Yeah, everybody worse, knows. Worse than Mike's secret, you know. Everybody <laughs> knows. Katrina calls her his girlfriend. Like, there's no way that that's not permeating throughout the office. Okay. Chappelle, who gets the Liddy for ep- episode three of season three? Wasn't a bad episode for Donna. <laughs> okay. I, li- but, I like when Donna gets the Liddy. I mean, for Harvey, yeah. was it great? Uh, I don't know. It was, he won the case, you mm-hmm. know, he did. Um, actually, great day for Mike Ross. Um, was it? I guess he got back in, but he got that video sent out about him. 
Yeah, but that's it. You that's know, it. Uh, he's but he's but he's going video, three for three in season three. His third straight that, Liddy. That video galvanizes him and, and Rachel Zane uh, their relationship a lot more. Is there a world where Rachel Zane gets the Liddy? She does get proposed to in a way. <laughs> no. Um, no. I no. Rachel All right. Zane? I, I guess you could talk me into Mike. Okay. Uh, look. Well, if it's not Mike, then who? I, that's the question right now. Right, right. If not Mike, then who? I I do think British Harvey being good for Donna in this episode, it, it it's good. Um, Katrina made some big swings. Katrina, but I don't think she. Lewis. Yeah, I don't yeah. think. Now, does Lewis get it? No, Lewis really didn't do anything. He kind of finally accepted yeah. Katrina into the fold. No brand like, bars uh, for first year associates. Yeah, even though it's season three of the um, show. Okay, so Mike's out because Mike created an enemy in Lewis, right? Like he has not bounced back from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lewis is not going to let that go, and now he now has a Lewis he's has a out for the Liddy, or he's him. on the outs with Lewis. No, he's out. He's not. He's out for the Liddy. I think we have to take him out of consideration because now it's a game of inches, right? And we have to start nitpicking. But who would you and give so, it to then? Well, I don't know, but it can't be Mike because now Mike has a mortal enemy in Lewis and Katrina. You know, if anything, take it away from him for him. last episode. No, last episode was fine for him. I think this was the one where he screwed up because like the Katrina moment was really like it pushed Lewis. I mean, it pushed Katrina right to Lewis. And so mm-hmm. now his mortal enemy has a sidekick. And I think that's bad for him. Yeah. Um, I I could be convinced that it's Donna. I could go with Donna. Okay. But I don't. Uh, yeah. But that's because Donna didn't really take any L's this episode. All right. Fine. This is one where this was like uh, in the uh, kingdom of the everybody is bad. Then Donna gets the Liddy for just not having a bad episode. Yeah. I mean, everybody was good, but like, you know, at this point, who was the the most good? I think she had the, like the cleanest record here. Mm-hmm. But everybody, did, this was a solid episode for all all parties involved, except for maybe Jessica. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's take some questions from the listeners. I got some good feedback here today. Go to suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Okay. Um, David Schwartz wants to know, do people ask others to be their girlfriend, boyfriend, partner anymore asking for a friend? Chappelle, yeah. you would know. Does this happen? Yes. You yes. have to say the words. You have to, you say, have to say the words. Will you be my girlfriend? Do, I mean, are, are we dating? Are we, you have to DTR. Yes. You got to. You have to. Do not let somebody play in your face. We it, the, and, and that dates the show. Because in the in the mid-aughts, people was playing in people's faces, man. They were, oh, yeah, this is the talking stage. This is whatever. No. Yeah. You have to date someone it's and tell them, like, okay, this is what this is. Right, yeah. that Facebook status came out that it was complicated and, and the world was like in a frenzy. But no, this is fine. You you say the words, make sure that everybody is communicating. Mm-hmm. Healthy communication is key, you know? And yeah. So tell us what it is and what it ain't. Okay, Inessa says, the judge referred to hearing a summary judgment motion and tossing the case out. This is a motion where you tell the judge that there are no questions of fact for the jury to consider because the evidence is so overwhelmingly on your side. A question of fact is, who would you believe? The oil lady asking Harvey and Mike if they believe that she didn't do it is a question of fact. The motion would definitely be denied. Damn. Okay, shut <laughs> I, it down. I did I did like when uh, Harvey and Cameron Dennis get summoned to the, uh, to the judges' uh, quarters because they're basically arguing, and it's very clear that this is a personal vendetta Cameron Dennis has against Harvey. And... Harvey normally goes to a judge and does the same exact thing. Like, judge, we don't even need to have this trial. Throw it out. 
And the judge always, literally always says, no, I'm going to rule with the other side. This time the judge said, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw it out, but Cameron Dennis, I'm watching you. Like, uh, the bail is a dollar, and also you need to come with some evidence or or this is over. And I was like, look at Harvey. He finally got one over on somebody because normally that tactic does not work for him at all. Okay, Chappelle, this is a question from Kat, okay? Kat says, okay. I love suits, but sadly, it does not pass the Bechdel test. And it really isn't Ooh. close. We have these smart, capable, interesting female characters, but for the most part... Their stories are strictly in support of or tangential to the men in their lives. Also, as you both have pointed out, the women in suits are often depicted as primarily willing to put self-interest aside uh, as a result of their love for these men. If you could go back in time and join the suits writer's room, which relationship between two female characters would develop further? Um... I don't even know if a relationship between the two uh, female characters is what I'm looking for. I'm definitely looking for more just character development from a lot of the characters in general, right? So, like, Rachel Zane, her whole entire being is Mike Ross. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm a paralegal and I'm not good enough, but also I'm willing to do it all for Mike Ross. Mike Ross can come to her and do anything. I think that, yeah, this is a very masculine forward episode, like a series of television, right? Mm -hmm. Where the main character is Harvey the sidekick is hard, is, a, is a man as well. Uh, and then everybody else is just surrounding them. Um, they're trying to push this Donna-Rachel friendship, but it's also like they're the sidekicks in a way to the men as well, you know? And so I don't know if I want more of that. Maybe if we saw more Jessica and Donna just on a like Well, I think the problem is that there is no one that is like Jessica's equal, um, especially mm-hmm. like uh, not man. The only person who's close to Jessica's equal is Harvey and she's mm-hmm. Harvey's boss. So, but we really don't get to see her. Like, I mean, she's running the man, she's the managing partner. So to see her like with, you know, one of the assistants is like still not like, it would be kind of weird if she was like hanging out with Donna all the time or hang, I mean, maybe, and I saw this in, was it in our Facebook group that maybe if like Jessica had her own assistant mm-hmm. associate that we could be seeing like their interactions, like maybe that would be like where we could see that a little bit more. And maybe, you know, it's only season three. I, I suspect we will get this more over the course of time. But yeah, you've seen I, the show. I haven't. Not, not to throw the Facebook group under the bus, but yeah, this conversation did come up in the Facebook group uh, where it was basically like, why doesn't she have Adana? You know, lo, like Lewis has Norma, um, Jessica, uh, Harvey has uh, Donna. Norma obviously. has no socks. Norma has no socks and she needs to start wearing them soon or else. Um, but Jessica doesn't have a Donna, you know? And so they, we started to kind of discuss that. Now, like I said, not to throw the Facebook group under the bus, but all Never. of our Donna replacements were all men too. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we were, we, um, I believe it was uh, me and uh, Ronnie were having that conversation where we were like, you know, who, who are we looking at to be her like big time secretary? And it was all men. Um, and so maybe we found like, um, like uh, I, I don't know, like a, a Donna, Donna replacement for Jessica. Um, because, yeah, I think that would help. Also, if Jessica had friends, but I really think that they've done a good job, and I say a good job, but they've done an effective job, I guess I'll say, of really putting the, the characters in tiers. Mike and Harvey are first tier, right? And then everybody else is below them. And so if it has anything to do with the main characters, they're not getting any content um, at all. So 
you know, it's it's like everybody is reaching up to talk to the main two. Yeah, it's not going to pass the Bechtel test in any world. We need to just bring in a third party, like mm-hmm. a, a whole other character, whole other firm that Jessica can just go h- hang out with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where's Donna's sister? You know, like we need something like that. Something. I mean, and Donna, you know, um, she may have some more storylines going on, but, you know, a lot of them are like, what does Donna do outside of work? I guess. Besides go to yoga. Right. Yeah. Besides go to yoga and pine for a heartbeat. It's very weird. Okay. All right. Chappelle, anything else you want to say today? Uh, no. Any other unfinished business? Uh, not that I can think of. So, of course, uh, suitspodcast.com slash Facebook has all of those riveting conversations we were just talking about and more. Uh, we're having a good time. I like to check in with the associates, make sure we're all we're all popping, everything's good. Then we had an update on the spreadsheet because um, uh, uh, Mariana Rivera was left off of our pop culture references okay. at first. For season three, episode two. And so thanks you to can uh, leave him our off. senior. Yeah, senior associate Patty. Um, you know, she did the thing. So she updated it and she included the OJ, uh, the OJ trial because we all, we did have a lengthy discussion about that. Um, but other than that, Rob, no, I think we're having a great time. Um, we have been getting no spoilers, but we definitely been getting some updates about how risque the season is the show is going to get. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, the rating ends up going to TV MA. By season okay. seven. And so uh, we might get a lot more, uh, you know, conversations like we did about uh, the long arm of the law that we had in the yeah. last conversation. All right. Chappelle, you're on the Twitter. Where can people find you? At Chappelle's underscore show. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm tweeting out all the links. You know, uh, you'll see me talking about the stuff I got going on. i post your recaps. Rob has a podcast and random other tweets. So check that out. All right. And I'm at Rob Sisternino. Thank you so much for joining us today. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Instacart shoppers know groceries. They know that you can't make guacamole with rock-hard avocados. They know how to quickly find those peanut butter pretzels you can never find. And they keep you in the know by giving you updates about your order along the way. Let Instacart shoppers help take shopping off your plate so you can get time and energy back for what really matters. Visit instacart.com or download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart.